Hey everybody, Matt Ham here. Welcome back to another episode of Wake Up Our Faith. Today we're talking about Jesus' words, it's better to give than to receive. Better to give is not a suggestion. It's our roadmap. Today we're talking about how giving is your spiritual weapon to fight with. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams with you today in studio here, Wilmington's big talker. Many thanks to Joe Catanacci producing today's show. What is up, Kevo? You are. <laughs> and you as well. In heaven and blue sky. Amen, man. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. Um, I was born 50, almost 55 years ago. I still got a few weeks here, but, uh, and, uh, you know, some of my first steps were taken uh, probably right around Jack's Beach area, um, first steps, not the very first ones, but as a little, little tyke, you know, we went to the beach a lot, really, really little. And I'll tell you what, the beach is in the exact same place as it was 55 years ago. <laughs> so there's my... Uh, this next wave of garbage coming, we're just going to say it right now. Nothing's happening, people. Go home. Leave us alone. Get you some crypto. Things are changing. <laughs> Let's go. All right. There we go. Sorry, I had to get that out. Go for it, man. Yeah. You got to get it out. You got you, <laughs> you to gotta rock and roll. You got Joe behind the glass over here. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, thank, thank you, folks, for tuning in today. Uh, we are excited to jump on live with you guys every week. Uh, you can uh, connect with us on the web, uprint.life, if you want to learn more, find out more, all that good stuff. Uh, but today, Kev, um, title is Better to Give is Not a Suggestion, It's a Roadmap. Yes. Uh, anything Jesus said is pr- pretty, pretty much not a suggestion or an anecdote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although we've kind of treated it that way. Um, you know, it's a good practice. Or yeah. Best practices. Right. Good steward. Want to be prudent. <laughs> yeah, well, let me tell you, man, stewardship is not a purpose. It's the shell around it. So you got to work on purpose and you have to be a good steward. But uh, the roadmap is giving. Mm. We've talked about dreaming. We've talked about dreaming big, middle, one step, one step direction, ground level, planting seeds, you know, all kinds of stuff. And today, we're just going to kind of round it off with uh, giving. Yeah. Well, the interesting piece about this is is that uh, generosity is foreign to the enemy. He doesn't know how to be generous, right? Um, Because generosity uh, is is willingly pouring out and giving of oneself. The opposite of that would be fear, in my understanding, because it wants to hold on and kind of like squeeze on. Mm -hmm. And so in this environment, when you know, fears being propagated, it, it, it tries to rob us of a generosity in our t- life and times, mm-hmm. whatever. So such an applicable uh, season and moment to be able to talk about this. Yeah. Um, so, but, but I, I just want to stick with the statement, uh, you know, Jesus said it's better to give than to receive. And uh, um, it, it, it really, it, it's not just better. Um, the word better sounds like, eh, you know, choose between the Hilton and the, uh, you know, the Motel 6. <laughs> and and that's not what he was saying. Um, 
So what we want to do is, it, this is in conjunction with being able to help people move forward uh, rather than be stuck yeah. um, where they are. People tend to get stuck. Um, so we've, we've helped them move forward. Um, and now we want to help them continue to stay moving forward and what that looks like in small doses and uh, how to live this lifestyle. So you could call it a generous lifestyle, but I, but I like the simplicity of simply give something, give of yourself. Hmm. So, uh, you know, let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, so when you talk about giving here, it's not money. <laughs> I mean, just money. Money is a part of one of the resources that someone has. Right. I think traditionally what folks have done when it comes to things of faith in church is anytime someone talks about giving, they right. automatically think, okay, they got a little, you know, thermometer on the board here. They're trying to raise $2 million for the new building, and this is going to be a giving campaign. Right. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it's not that. I mean, it's bigger and better and more important than that. I think, uh, you know, we're in a world of changing uh, currency. Change, You know, fiat currency is poop on a log, and it's gone. Uh, not going to last. So we need to get away from uh, dollars and, you know, white knuckling. We need to think more of our own value, who we are, our identity. And that's something you can always give. Um, you do need some potatoes to trade, but uh, uh, that's happening. That's, that's going to work itself out. So we want to talk about the heart of giving, which would sit on the couch of generosity, if you will. So it's, that, that's a mode. But giving is a thing you do. It's, it's, it's actually a specific thing. To give means you are taking action. It's a verb. And we want to look at it that way as seed planting, as forward motion, as not going backwards. And, and I want to look at it as warfare. Hmm. So, <clears throat> so distinguishing between generosity as a mode or a condition of the heart and giving is the action that you take, right? Yeah. Well, and I know, you know, you, you like the word generosity, and it's a great word, and, and uh, you know, you, you've got that in your book, and it's important. Um, but this is, this is uh, like a small dose. It's a thing. But what I'm trying not to do is, is overwhelm people. What I want to do is help them understand what is today about. Mm, okay. How do you give from that place? How do you uh, move forward? Because, uh, and we'll tap back into something you said earlier, um, you know, about uh, uh, what what that does and uh, what can't happen as a result from the enemy. So, yeah. <clears throat> so I yeah. like I like the con- concept of thinking of gener- giving as warfare. Yeah. Yeah, and we're not talking about anointing the walls and send me X and, you know, get a scarf that's anointed. and you know, I'll cut a piece of your T-shirt off and we'll sell yeah. it to somebody. For- <laughs> yeah. Well, you, hey, look, Hollywood's done and Hollywood preachers are done. And, uh, you know, it's all done. And you can see it. I've been saying this for a daggum year, but we're seeing it and seeing it and seeing it, and the tide is changing. It's slow, like seeds. We don't like it. We want to, we're impatient little... Uh, you know, creatures, me too, but, uh, but it, God is at work big time. And this is the greatest time ever to be alive. 
Um, and if your heart belongs to the good Lord, man, this is this is it. So it's wonderful. I have an off the wall question. You can answer Girl. it. You can tell me to shut up. Um, All right. It, do you see with this thing evolving? It's almost like the two kingdom mentality is being made, you know, brought forth before us. Right? It's the mm. kingdom of God and the kingdom of the world. Yeah. They had been in bed together for a while, and you know. Those with trained eyes and ears. I don't know if I would agree with that. Well, <laughs> that I'm statement, saying, but, I, but that's that's fine. Go it, ahead. But to to an onlooker, it's like there was this blurred line between the two, and it yeah. seems to me as if 2020 and all that's been going on has mm. been a clarification and an unmasking, right, yeah. uh, of the two yeah. uh, kingdoms. Mm. And so my question is, sure. is, is moving forward, do you feel like that you're going to see two kingdoms kind of? Um, present and active? Is it? Is it that, you know, there are going to be people who try to go back to the old way and that's just going to die? Or is it? Is it that wheat and tares thing growing at the same time together? What do you, what do you see in there? Well, I, you know, I don't, <clears throat> I don't know anything any, anyone else does, but, but I do uh, uh, just understand what God's doing and saying to me and, and what we do in our organization and the people in my life and, and you know, that he's given us some some uh, privilege to speak into. Um, so from that place, I would simply say that uh, uh, there's been a division happening for years. And, uh, you know, I, I sent an email to somebody about eight years, seven, seven years ago, probably a year or two before I came here, saying I see a divide and it's happening. And uh, hmm. um, I didn't really know what I was saying or seeing. I just could see it. But it, it's that thing where you're, people are tired of, this status quo. I mean, I can't even hardly, uh, it, it, it's in music. It's everywhere. Mm. Uh, I love some old music. I love all music, but I'm saying that it's a, you know, when you start thinking about certain artists and all that, it's just gets really icky. So I think the difference is God and man. Mm. And I think we, the division is not God's kingdom versus man's. I think it's, uh, man gets two inches off the ground while God owns everything. And that's the difference. So God's kingdom is piercing through, and that's it. That's the only thing there is. The rest of it is, uh, you know, uh, worthless. Mm. And and we're seeing everything that's worthless begin to crumble at an accelerating rate. So I would say the last couple of years, we've seen it happen. It's been accelerating. Yeah. But uh, no, there's they're not equal in any capacity. I'm not saying you were saying that, but I just want to make that distinction. Yeah. There is only God's kingdom. Everything else is temporary. It's almost like for years, unknowingly, we were able to get away with yeah, blurring the right. two. That's what I was meaning by sure. that. Is that, you know, we can right. kind of casually just serve God and do his work and yeah. be in the world and right. it was okay. But now there there is a there is a dividing line. Right. And, and you know, yes. I, I keep thinking of it like and this. It's very solid. You can yeah. see it. I keep thinking of it like the Apostle Paul, which you, you're the one that helped me see this, is the Apostle Paul was never evil. No. He was used for evil, mm -hmm. but he was convinced that he was right. And so he, he was, was honest. He yeah, had integrity. He was so fierce about right. God that he was killing Christians because right. he didn't have the revelation. That's right. And there's a lot of Christians, professing yep. Christians today, mm -hmm. who are so convinced that these social justice issues and all of these things are sure. the right thing to do. Right. And 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 you know what what the Lord's been giving me a heart for is being able to see that. And and not you know harbor the the anger or frustration and just say Father bring the revelation right to the these folks 
who are, who are feeling like they're following you, but they're actually lost in deception is the way that I see it. I don't know that that's the right way to see it, but it's just helped well, me process it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Paul was, Paul was never, uh, he was mistaken, uh, and he had a good heart and, uh, God used him. He flipped it. Um, he taught him, he showed him, he had to show him the hard way. Mm. So yes, it's very much like what we're seeing in our world, in our country. There's a lot of good folks out there. Good meaning they have willing hearts. Look, there's a difference between hypnosis and brainwashing. Mm. Hypnosis is a moment. Uh, and I'm, this is not a technical definition. This is just my way of viewing it. So don't like it, you know, lump it, but, uh, uh, hypnosis is a moment. It's, uh, you, you, you kind of gravitate towards something, uh, uh, through allowing something into your mind, uh, and, and you, you kind of, kind of fall into a type of a trance, if mm. you will. Uh, you can do it listening to a song or laying on the beach. Um, you know, you can just fall into that and you're, you're just surrendering your, your will for a little bit to whatever, not necessarily to God. That's a moment though. Um, brainwashing is a slow, subtle seed, seed, seed plant, but they're not good seeds. Uh, so what happens is uh, we've got generation after generation who see being a believer. Uh, they have the whole thing layered and have it all down. You know, it's going to church. It's, uh, you know, putting some money in the plate, uh, you know, uh, doing a good deed here and there, helping out that kind of thing. But then getting back to what we used to call chicken and football on Sundays. Well, even that is almost worthless anymore. I'm not saying sports are bad. I'm just saying, look, nobody gives a crap anymore, really, or about these people playing it, especially pros. They're ridiculous. Take them all. So um, <clears throat> it, it's, a, it's a cultural thing that cannot, it's not like coming out of hypnosis. Mm. It's like this whole thing has to be uh, slashed and burned, if you will, like they used to do to the land to, to regenerate, you know, mm. through, through ashes. It has to be re, uh, re, uh, it, it has to be, uh, neutrified again. Yeah. So that's, what's going on. We're seeing it. Uh, and, uh, it all lines up. Um, we're not here to debate or argue with anyone. This is what we're up to, what we're following, what we're seeing and the fruit and the proof is there. We've seen it and talked about it. Um, uh, so, but, what we're seeing is people catch up. They're starting to catch up to it. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I've never touched a mask, never will. And, uh, but now when I've come to the station, I see less and less people wearing them out there. That's great. Mm. That excites me. So it's not about saying, I told you so, or any of that. It's about saying, come on guys, let's go. And we're going to go first. And, uh, that's what leadership truly is. So, mm -hmm. so anyway, all that said, we want to get to the idea of giving as a way to help you move forward. It seems backwards because you want to white knuckle and hold on. Mm -hmm. So that's the theme of the show. At some point, we'll get to it, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> well, it's good. I, I thank you for indulging me on that. I think it's uh, important because there's folks out there that I think are yeah. coming from the same place. Yeah. So uh, dive in, man. Fire away. Well, well the first thing, and it, just to connect that, is, is spiritual maturity is, is step one. This is number one. Most people are aiming to uh, have some type of... Uh, a stewardship, some type of a, let, let me hold on, let me uh, grab hold, let me make sure I'm safe, uh, where it's my business, investments, uh, everything. But none of that stuff. Now, I'm talking about in the context of where we are, what we're just talking about. 
we've seen this doesn't it, this way doesn't work. It doesn't work. If if it worked, then this uh, going to church thing over and over and just that that being your thing, all that kind of world, uh, the divorce rate <clears throat> wouldn't be where it is, and it's it's way on up there. It's in the sixties, maybe near seventy percent. Uh, people in our country, at least Americans, sixty-five uh, percent of them are on some type of medication. All of this is fruit from that system. Mm. It doesn't work. Yes. So if you think that works, then we wouldn't be in the position we're in now. So that has to go mm. along with everything else. I'm not talking about getting together and worshiping that kind of stuff. I'm talking about the old system. Mm. So the new way, if if you will, is really the old way. It's what we see in Scripture. Discipleship, you don't need a bunch of letters behind your name. You don't need Freud. You don't need all that garbage. What you need is experience. Mm. You need a heart after God, and you need years of experience. So the ones with wisdom and experience teach the ones who are coming up. And that's all that has to happen, but it takes time. Most people will not give their time. Mm. They'll give a dollar. And especially if they got lots of them, mm. easy peasy. But what they won't do is the hard thing. They need to give their time. So you've got time. Of course, dollars can mean time. We'll, we won't turn them down. We need to hire people right now. Yes. Um, doing so many different things right now, I can't even hardly function. But, it, but that's okay um, because it's worthwhile. So what, what I'm getting at is what we need is we need people to pour in everything, whoever they are, is the main thing, the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So everything else is, is can be taken away, but the thing that no one can take away from you is giving of yourself. Now, that can translate out into those different areas, mm. but it's not about that. So we need to reshape the image that happens when you say, go give. Yes. Go give. Uh, for for uh, one of our close friends, it's, it's just making a birdhouse for somebody because he can and, uh, you know, and it's taken a while to get to that point. Uh, <laughs> you'll probably get a chuckle that we're talking about it. <laughs> but it's simple. Give. Get up and give. Mm. That, is, is, uh, that keeps you far away from the enemy. Um, but uh, anyway, I, I mean, there's a lot to it. So we, but this, we have to build everything on spiritual maturity. Mm. So a lot of people don't understand what we do because they're, they're looking at us. It, you know, it's real easy to throw a hamburger to a homeless guy and, uh, or help them. And, you know, that's fine. But what I hear from most people is I don't want to pour into something that isn't really developing people. So, again, I'm not saying we're against it. We're, we're here to help. Let's work together. But our mission is to go back to the core. Jesus said the poor will always be with us. We can't fix that. What we can fix And what he wants us to do is disciple people. In other words, spiritual maturity is what we do. And then we add on the physical after that. And so we're about helping people, feeding them, helping them in physical ways, helping them live out their dream. But if we don't build that on spiritual maturity, which takes time and effort, which is what we've poured into, and I've poured every waking hour I've had for the last five years into it, 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 and it's working, but that's what's missing. We're bringing it. And that's what's so important about what we do. So giving, uh, we're setting the example. 
I give my time to a lot of people, whether they can pay for it or not. Um, so as do you. So, you know, we, we're doing that as an organization, but, but it's about changing the spiritual landscape first. Mm. So from there, that's where your life begins to truly be successful. That's where the desires of your heart fall right in place because they're already something that are attached to God's will. You know, he doesn't bend his will to our desires. He gave us these desires to help us participate in his will. They draw us toward it. So if one guy likes making wood stuff, there's something in him that God put there. And if he doesn't engage it because he's afraid, um, then somebody's going to miss out on that. Mm -hmm. We're here to be vessels. That's a pass-through. We receive from God, and we give to others in his name. That's how this works. So I, I know I'm talking a lot, but uh, just jump in. Yeah, I mean, so much to say. Well, there is. It, that's the picture of the book of Acts, right, that everybody talks about. When you look at the, the early followers of Jesus, right. they came and they gathered. They, they sat at the apostles' feet. They listened to the teaching. Right. right? They broke bread, and uh, they brought what they had, you know? Yeah. And that was both resources financially, but themselves. You yeah, know? What's the greatest thing you have? Not what you can stack up. That's important too, but it's also who you are. Yeah. So if you got a lot of money and you don't know who you are, you're in trouble. Mm. We can help you. Yeah. Um, and we can trade some of that. But uh, but anyway, yeah. The uh, the the key, a key for me and the conversations that I'm seeing and mm -hmm. having is this concept of spiritual maturity. You've said that's where this begins. Yes. Spiritual and spiritual maturity begins with a willingness to dive in. Yeah, right. the, the common denominator is a willing heart. If people don't have a willing heart, we can't help you. And and what I see ahead of a willing heart for a lot of people is a number of excuses that they justify right. by, oh, well, I'm not comfortable with that, or right. I'm not made up that way, or that's not who I am. Mm -hmm. And it, 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 at that point, there's nothing that we can do. I'm not here to argue with your excuses. I'm not here right. to prove that your excuses are wrong. Right. There's a there's a place of compassion, right, where you go, man, they're like sheep without a shepherd. You know, forgive right. them for they know not what they do. Mm -hmm. But until someone is willing to move beyond the excuses and have yeah. a willing heart, you can't move beyond that. So we're talking about somebody who's moved beyond that. Well, the difference would be, uh, <laughs> this came up the other day, but, uh, you know, there's people out there circling the drain uh, but if you're circling the block, that's okay, because because we're here to help you get further. Uh, you know, the willing heart's the difference. It's okay to not understand and kind of be 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 in in, in the same step by step process. Uh, but there are people out there who they're just done. They're lost. They don't get it. And and those are the people who are still trying to kill themselves. They're they're people who think man still has all the answers, and uh, you know. Let's go hurry up and get the next dose of vaccine. And I mean, it's just, this is crazy stuff we're seeing around us. It, it, and so, it, but it's, it's man's attempt to be God. What we're saying is, man, this is way easier than that. Mm. The sun comes up, everything's good, it's okay. The only thing messed up is, are these people who keep pressing and pressing and pressing because they're nasty, greedy, evil uh, tears, and uh, you know who they are. Uh, God's really exposed them. But there's so many people 
who are in the middle who don't understand because that used to be seemingly trustworthy. Mm. So now we're saying it's not. You're seeing it. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? And that's okay for a bit. We have to lead by example. You know, don't say give if you're not doing it. Mm. So we're doing it. Um, whether or not people know it, you know, it's it's fine. But um, but the uh, to get people into the mode of giving, they have to understand the value of it. It's not about you know we need stuff, so help us in begging with a thermometer. We're not begging anybody. We're leading. You want to follow? Come on. If you don't, that's your business. And uh, I don't say we don't care, but we're not stuck by it. Mm. Now, you got to get that kind of mode going in your heart and get on with your life. So if you look at it another way, that it's the enemy. The enemy is the one that wants to distract you, yeah. wants to stop you. Think of it this way. If somebody's throwing rocks at you and you just kind of hunker down and guard your, your head, uh, you're, you're kind of circling the block. Um, but you got to get up and move forward and you may take a few shots in the head or the back, but you go, okay, I'm here to do something else. That's get behind me, Satan. That's Jesus. Mm. So you don't stop. So you, 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 the warfare part of it is I'm not going to stop doing what he put me here to do. No matter what happens, no matter what you bring. And you know, the enemy has a lot of tools, right? Uh, But they're all generally negative emotion based this is what god tells us not to focus on people can that whole thing and they say well can't lean on on your uh you well you, you're not supposed to lean upon your own understanding but a lot of people think well you can't employ emotions you can't lean upon emotions well not one time did god ever say uh or told us to curve our hope love joy patience peace did he ever say curve those things moderate your faith so we don't. We have to live from that place. What he, what, so what we've got to do is get out of the weapons of the enemy. So what happens is if the enemy tries to get you with fear and he can't get you because you, you, you've learned, all right, then he'll try to get you with anger. He'll try to get you with frustration. He can't get you there. He'll try to get you with uh, jealousy or envy, uh, betrayal. But at some point, you get tougher and tougher and mm. tougher, and this stuff has no power, no weapon formed will prosper. And that's a different place. And most people, to get there, you have to walk forward. You have to move somewhere, not just guard your heart, yeah. which is what we talk about a lot. But you have to go and be proactive in small ways. Take steps. Yeah. This this brings back one of the coolest, like, I would say, all-time Kevinisms that, you know, you've uh, pressed into me and to our listeners and so forth is the idea of the chihuahua behind the fence uh, <laughs> when you're moving. And it's the same thing as the rock throwers, people who throw rocks at you. And a lot of times we find ourselves, when we are emotionally exhausted or tired or frustrated or whatever, right. we give into that and we start yelling at the chihuahua right. or arguing with the rock thrower, yeah. right? And, and, and so there's, there's, a, there's a time and place to stand up and say stuff and be firm, and yeah. there's a time and place to move on, you know? Right. And, and I always think about it. My grandmother told my mother, my mother always instilled it in me, said, argue with a fool and the onlookers can't tell the difference. And, and so that's, it has, there's a bit of that thing in it. And right. so what we're saying today is when you get lost in the distractions yeah. and you aren't taking steps and you're just arguing with the rock throwers or either right. taking punches, you're not moving forward. And so today is right. about taking steps and moving yeah. forward. Well, let's make it more graphic. If there's a turd on the counter and you argue with it, then you are a fool. <laughs> you don't need to argue with it. Right. 
you need to move on. And that's how we've got to start thinking about it. You know, uh, it's not poetry anymore. Get up and come on. Mm. Uh, don't argue with idiots. You don't need to. They have no power over you. So even if you've got, you know, somebody in a store who's still holding out, you know, they're brainwashed through their college education and they're, they're still holding out, oh, I'm a mask guy or whatever or gal, and you're not coming in here with, without one, you just go anyway. And, uh, and you go get your milk or whatever you need and you, and you, and you cruise on out. You, you don't pay homage to it. Don't give anything to it. People will, those people will implode eventually in on themselves. doesn't mean we're at, we're, we hope that. We're just saying we got no time for this. We got no time for the barking dog behind the fence. Yeah. We got a world to change. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it by God's way. We're going to do it from heaven into the earth. But giving is something that we need to put some framework around sure. uh, before the show's over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> before we're talking show. around it a lot, but... Uh, <laughs> It's good, man. It's, it's yeah. a very organic conversation. We do, Joe. How much time we have in the first segment? A few minutes. Okay. Yeah. So let's set this up. Yeah. Take a break and then come back to it. Yeah. So you know, think about it as uh, God's will has to pass through us. Okay. We are vessels, conduit, conduits, vessels, branches. However you want to look at it. What good is a tree branch that bears no fruit? So you can be the best branch on the tree, but if you're not bearing fruit, uh, you're not really helping anybody. So you can imagine that. What happens? Well, that thing's getting pruned off, but uh, even a good tree is pruned. So you're here to bear fruit. So what people do is they get overwhelmed. Oh, well, I can't go. It's just so big, or I, I can't do this. And that's not what God's saying. It's, it, now let's go back to the seed. If you've got a guy who has a handful of seeds, let's say he has five seeds in his hand, and another guy who has zero, well, the guy with zero thinks, eh, whatever. Let's say the guy with four even loses three of them, uh, five seeds, or he loses four of them, uh, or they're bad or rotten or whatever. One seed is exponential mm. versus the guy who didn't plant one seed. Mm. So what's the, what's the upside? It's huge. It's exponential. Mm. Plant the seed. Get up and plant a seed. The guy who didn't plant a seed, what did he miss? He missed like two seconds of, of, of effort. So <laughs> get up out of bed. Go do something for someone. Yeah. And if you do it in a way that's from who you are, uh, it will change the environment you're in, and it will satisfy your soul, and it will honor God, serve people in his name. It will bear fruit. It can't not. Um. The other thing to remember is, uh, you know, this is how we love. It's not good enough to just say, go love people. Mm-hmm. You have to be proactive in that. And it does mean, you know, uh, a butt kicking sometimes uh, with, with being authentic. But, uh, but it's always a verb. It's always something that you do. It's active. So mm-hmm. when you go love somebody, when you get up in the mode of love, now you're acting like that vessel. So our job, we clog it up. You know, when we choose, uh, when we when we get distracted, um, we are choosing uh, to stop God's will. Mm. When you're distracted, mm. you are choosing to stop God's will. That's good. And that so so look at the 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 backwards uh, where you've come from. I mean, you collectively, any of us, 
But the way you overcome that is by moving forward. Mm-hmm. And you do it one small step at a time. Yeah. So, you know, but but giving is, is it's a roadmap. It's not a suggestion. Mm. It's your way through. Yeah. It's the true value of your life, you know. So that's, you know, we, we have these grand ideas about it. It doesn't have to be that. Just start small, no matter what you have. And one of my things, and this is even in my book, but uh, if somebody, uh, if, if my hands are empty, then I'm going to give my hands, you know. So there is no excuse. So, yeah, we, we push back on that. Yeah. Well, I don't have time or, you know, you do have time. Start small. Yeah. You know, this is about the good Lord. It's not about, uh, you know, white knuckling your resources. Mm. Uh, they're his. Or it, unless they're yours. And, <laughs> well, that's not a good thing. Yeah. We've got other issues. Yeah. Um, well, guys, thanks so much for tuning in the first segment here of Wake Up Our Faith. We're going to take a break and recognize our corporate partners and then be back for the second half of the show right after this. Hey, everybody. We hope you are enjoying this week's broadcast. With the title and topic of today's show being about giving, we wanted to let you know that we do have a fully functional 501c3 nonprofit known as the Life Center. And there are a number of different ways that you can get plugged in. This isn't just about financial giving. It's about pouring your gifts, your talents, your resources, your time into a kingdom-minded work with us. If you want to learn more about the Life Center, you can go to our website, uprint.life. Or you can email us, info at uprint.life. We have traditional donation mechanisms. We have a lot of different resources and services that you can participate with us in. So if you have any interest whatsoever in joining us in the mission of the Life Center, reach out, connect with us. You can email us, info, I-N-F-O, at uprint.life. Or you can give us a call, 910-805-8330. Thanks so much. Enjoy the second half of today's show. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams in studio today on this wonderful Wednesday, streaming on Facebook, YouTube, as well as uh, a Periscope. The show can be caught on our other uh, services and resources here. You can catch us on BitChute and Rumble. We've also got a great Telegram channel uh, where folks are starting to get engaged there, having conversations. It's a variety of resources that are available to you, so make sure you connect with us there. Um, it's great conversations that are starting to happen. Folks are starting to pay more attention to that, mm-hmm. you know, as a lot of these yeah. old channels are kind of dying and new stuff is emerging. So yeah. um, that's all good. Um, Kev, we've been talking today about giving. Um, better to give is not a suggestion. It's a roadmap. So the first segment we went in a lot of different directions, but we're coming back to uh, center now. So let's uh, kind of pick up where we left off. Well, let's start with why people don't like to give. Uh <laughs> What's the problem? Hmm. You know what? What are what are some of the questions that we face um, in that? You know, just give. To, but it, people don't even like that unless it's their kids on Christmas morning, hmm. or you know, somebody's birthday that they've shopped for, or what have you. Sorry, my mic was far away from my face. I'm having a little struggle with it today. But so, why is giving such an issue? What what's the problem? What's all the stigma? We need to get rid of all that. Yeah, and understand that it's freedom, that it it's a pass through, right? So, what are the questions? What do people say? What do they do? You know, what what what's the struggle? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I'm answer. A, I have a so I, I think a lot of people don't give because they feel like in the past they've been hurt by it. 
They've been okay. taken advantage of from somebody they gave to. Yeah. You know, I gave to this person and they hurt me, or I gave yeah. to this person, they took advantage of me, or there's a jacked up notion that I gave to them, but they didn't give back to me. Right. And so that to me is a huge thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, there's some incredible uh, wealth uh, around this area, but but when you think about, uh, forget the dollars, uh, which are daily becoming worth less and less, Think about the people and how God sees people. Now, when you give that away uh, in anything that is attached to it, anything that's with it, what you're doing is you are freeing up God's will to pass through you. His will is perfect. You don't have to be. Mary gave birth to Jesus. Mary wasn't perfect. Jesus was. There's your scriptural proof if you, you don't believe me. You have to be, we have to be excellent. What does it mean to be excellent? It means we, we, al- we allow God's will to pass through us. That's love. That's what happens. And if we don't and we hold on and we don't give of whatever we have, especially who we are, our heart to others, then we are stopping his will, at least working through us. Now, he'll carry it out some other way because you can't stop God. But we can be the branch that bears no fruit. Mm. So we're not here to store up. We're not here to carry this. Love is not a burden uh, that we carry. Um, It's something we allow to pass through us. Mm. So you got to get a picture of that. If you don't give, you cannot love. Yeah, that that just hit me like really, really deeply. That that idea that love is not a chore; it, it, it's simply something we allow to pass through us. Yes, that that concept is really, really powerful when you see it in different ways. Because going back to love is an action, right? Love is a verb, and we said that in the first. Yes. You know, so that it requires an action. But a lot of times, instead of letting love pass through us, it's like we're trying to manufacture it. We're trying to make yes. it happen. And so yielding to that moment in that place of love, you know, it reminds me of Jesus when he washed their feet, right? Mm-hmm. And he had just been given all authority. Mm-hmm. And love poured through him in that moment right. to wash the feet of those who would betray him. Yeah. And that's a perfect example. To yeah. So let's think about it. Uh, you're from heaven. You're God's idea. Go back and watch a bunch of shows, and you'll, you'll come to this place, okay? Uh, you're not here. You're not made out of dirt. Yes, our bodies are made from the earth and all that. It passes through our parents. But we're important to God so much so that he made us, and then he rescued us from, you know, uh, the enemy through his son, through God's son, and brought us back on mission. What is mission? It, it's very specific. But, it, but your, your orchard isn't going to happen if you don't give, if you don't press in. Giving is finding your hard place, firm ground, and stepping in one small step, a phone call, a hug, make a donation, or go help somebody. But however you do it, do it. If your business is new and you need some equipment, then buy one piece of equipment. Do one ad. Start forward motion. The enemy cannot comprehend giving, so go do something for someone else. So, so yeah, and we want to tie it back, but uh, and 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 not you know I've actually got that noted on here that that is a great example. 
of Jesus. Um, it's the, let's, so we have to get a picture of this. Heaven, you know, God has to pass through us into the room around us. Mm. And one of the things is you quit trying so hard to be like Jesus and just let him out. Mm. He lives in you. Um, so, you, but you start simple and small. Don't let it overwhelm you. Just go, go, go. It's not that hard. If it is, take a step back, but still move forward. You know, stop worrying that the paper's messed up because it's got a stray mark on it or that you don't have a huge ministry. None of that matters. Mm. So when you look at it this way, what you're seeing, again, love is not a burden that we carry. It's something we allow to pass through us. Um, The other thing is when we give something away, we make it part of the church. Mm. Hold on to that thought too. These are these are deep kind of thoughts, but really grasp them because you need to you need to get up every day and think like this. Mm-hmm. And what happens is it sets you free. So if Jesus is our model, yep. uh, you know you can't get around this. This is not debatable. So the the only question, well, I will go back and answer that question too. Why do people not give? Not give. I think the biggest reason is is they're afraid. Fear, right? And that means they're afraid that it's a they will lose. Mm-hmm. Giving equals losing in the enemy's economy. Right. He's done that to us because it's a brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's where people are. Yep. So we have to change that. Well, how do we do it? We start by giving, and we already are. We have to set the example. That's spiritual maturity active. So when people say, well, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do this and that. What we're doing is setting the example. We're not saying, look at us. We're saying, look at him. Mm -hmm. He's doing it through us. So that's what giving looks like. So when you look at, let's paint a different picture. We will always receive from God. Our job is to receive from him because he is the great giver. Mm -hmm. He's given us everything, right? Right. So we don't have to receive anywhere else. Now, he will use people who he's put in front of us to give, to help. But that's from him still, right? So when you just are here to give, your whole aim is to let go and pass, let him pass through you. It removes all expectations on people, mm-hmm. and it raises them up of God. Yeah. And his economy, remember, is 30, 60, 100-fold, which is metaphorical for infinite. It doesn't stop. It's like 7 times 70 forgiveness, right? You you. It's just eternal. It's ongoing. Yeah. So you can't outgive him. And I don't like the cliches you hear on the, you know, TV preaching and crap. But uh, but anyway, so imagine, I think most people see Jesus as a guest at their table mm. in their home. And he's not. We are a guest at his table. And we think we need to serve him. He's not asking us to do that. Uh, some people won't like that. What he's saying is, I'm... I've already served you a beautiful buffet, a meal. It's his table. We're sitting down at his table, and he is the server. It's his restaurant. It's his home. It's his table. It's his food. And he just wants us to receive, receive, receive. And then he wants us to go out and to give that to others in his name. Mm. That's what serving God looks like, not sitting down going, oh, no, and white-knuckling everything. Well, God gave me all this, so I'm going to hold on to it. Yeah. No, go release it. Release it. That's your value. 
when you don't release it, stop his will from flowing through you. And uh, it's very toxic. So receiving is from God. Giving is God through you. Really hold on to that. Love passes through you into the lives of others. That's what stewardship looks like. And then that becomes, uh, it, that wraps itself around the purpose for which he made you, which is very specific and beautiful. The, so. uh, <clears throat> this is all so, so good and very uh, challenging and, and wonderfully deep in the sense that when people sit with this and let the Holy Spirit bring revelation about what you're, you're saying, the depth of what you're saying is just, it's, it's the way that we were created to live and yes. it's how the power of God shows up in a moment. Right. And, you know, the, the interesting piece, a couple thoughts. One is, um, one is this idea that I think people are waiting on Jesus to show up. There's a lot of, yeah. of people in this like remnant camp, you know, we're the remnant people, we're holding mm-hmm. out by faith, and the Holy Spirit's going to fall one day, right. and it's like we're all sitting in the upper room waiting on the, the Spirit yeah. to fall and everybody <laughs> to lay out on the floor, right. and, and you say, no, I'm, my Spirit's already in you, I'm already in the room, I'm already here, right? You don't have to wait on something that's already present, you have to learn how to let that presence out into that place. Yes. And so that's right. one thing when people find themselves, a lot of our audience are saying, well, you know, stop waiting on the presence of God to show up mm-hmm. and act like it's something that's not already there. It's already there. Yeah. You know, begin to take steps and to foster it. Right. The second part that, that just jumps out to me is this idea of expectation, right? You said, you said when you mm-hmm. give, you raise your expectation of God and you lower your expectation of people. Right. So many of us walk through our days. It's like we wake up with expectations. I want. I expect today my kids to act a certain way. Yeah. I expect my husband or my wife to help with this. Mm-hmm. I expect my business partner to say this or do this. Right. And you know, I mean, honestly, there a lot of our challenges, mine and yours, as business mm-hmm. partners, sure. are there when there was an expectation or an understanding mm-hmm. that we didn't necessarily understand as we thought we did. Right. And that's any mm-hmm. relationship. And so um, in order to move beyond those moments when an expectation is unmet, you you have to continue to tap back into that love and generosity, let it flow through you, Mm -hmm. and be clear that the expectation or the outcome is not what you were there for in the first place. It's always about that heart level, which I think is allowing you and I Mm -hmm. to operate in a very efficient um, way where love is seen through our partnership Mm -hmm. and how we work together. Yeah. Well, we have a good reputation, and I told you from the beginning that that's, that's what we need to work on. Uh, that's our, you know, we, we need to do what we say. We need to be honest and, and clear and, and, and really give of ourselves. Uh, not that, that you weren't already doing that in your life or, or me, but, uh, but, but we have to do it. It's so rare that people are almost upset by it because they can't understand it. They Mm. can't understand what we're doing because people just don't do that. They don't give that way. And uh, what I'm saying is, uh, yes, and this is the new way. So it's not about what you own. Uh, That can fluctuate. That can be taken away from a, a bad economy, a CFO, a phone call, you know, stock market, whatever, real estate can pop worthless. I know this because I've had all of it and none of it lost it. The one thing no one can take away from you that satisfies your soul that uh, is uh, eternal and
and changes the world around you is your value. That's who you are. That's what we help people understand. It's, uh, it's the most valuable thing you have. So all we're asking for you to do is exercise it. Care at least as much about it as we do. Mm. Um, you know, I, I'm free. And uh, uh, so I'm just saying, come on. We're saying, come on, let's go. But, but it, it's okay. You have to be patient. People love to learn. They hate to be taught. Hmm. It takes time. Um, so whatever those gifts are, we're pouring them out. God's building a good reputation, but we want them to see him in action and where he's leading. And when people come together in that way, they become active givers. Um, so we, we want to put an excellent business resource around it and, and our nonprofit. And we want to reshape our community you know, not so we can hang out and do nothing. We want to do it so we can change the world one city at a time. And there's several places that we have influence in now. Yeah. It's a slow process, but it's done right. Mm. But anyway, yes, it's, we have to learn that. And God gives us time when we go slow, plant one seed, one seed, do what you say, double check, yeah. make sure people aren't used to it. What they're used to is a bunch of greedy bastards who rule everything and mm. take everything and, no, no wonder we're bruised from it. We're beat up. It's mm. it's it's hard. Yeah, but somebody's got to lead. So. A, a good example of this just it popped into my head and heart. So we've been doing faith and business here in Wilmington. It's kind of an outreach almost of our organization. Is what we do. Yeah. We, we we provide mm-hmm. it as a service right. to folks. They can come. You know, get breakfast, fellowship, network. Yeah. Then get plugged into our various things, and it's right. a way to provide a place and space for a conversation about how to live out your faith between Sundays where you right. spend the majority of your time. Right. Okay. Um, well, um, a couple months ago, you know, I was invited to go and preach, um, itinerantly up the road in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a great family there, the Holmes family, and they know who they are, but they, they said, you know, we want to be a part of bringing this to Raleigh. Mm-hmm. And so later this month, we're going to have faith in business Raleigh. Yay. And what's awesome about this mm-hmm. is, you know, um, Lee runs a marketing business and mm-hmm. she just took it over. She just said, Hey, this is what I've got. I'm going to yeah. do this. She made the infographic and did all this stuff and said, Hey, how does this look? Here's the date. We're going to bring the service. We're going to cook the breakfast. Yeah. They just brought what they had. Yes. And then I'm going to bring what, you know, yes. we have. And we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And so now we right. have Faith and Business Raleigh. That's a great example mm-hmm. of somebody who's being willing to give. Yeah. And it didn't look like some massive donation, although that's great too. Right. But this is just a, a situation to go, hey, you yeah. know what? Let's do this. Here's what I've got. Here's yeah. what I can do. Let's make this happen. Right. That is a seed yes. that will honor God yes. and bless people. Absolutely. And now you become a vessel. Now heaven can pass through you into the earth. It changes people. People see God. You're bearing fruit. That's what you're here to do, and it will satisfy you like nothing else, and no one can take it from you. When you build your house on the rock, you must build it on discipleship. You must build it on spiritual maturity. Uh, More and more and more, people are not just throwing a hamburger to a homeless guy. You have to build it on spiritual maturity, and that's what we're after. It's a long game, and, uh, you know, so... That said, uh, think about giving as a way for God to pass through you. Uh, looks like we're getting low on time. Yeah, I don't know, Joe. What, keep me keep me four or five minutes. Okay. Um, all right. So we can we can stay on it a little bit more. But think about receiving 
there's no loss in transfer. Mm. Uh, God doesn't, he gives you more. It's yours, <laughs> and you want to give it away. Um, you know, I use the candy store uh, <laughs> picture a lot of times. Uh, you know, uh, we don't have to go through it, but the point is, is the, the greatest feeling you will ever have the thing closest to your kids on Christmas morning or buying a special gift for somebody that you've thought really long and hard about and watching them be excited when they open it up. That is what you can do every day. We've talked about it from a place of it, it increases dopamine and endorphins and it makes you healthier, but it, it, it makes you part of God's will and you get to do it. That's what we're here for. Mm. And uh, But it's not what other people think we should be doing. Right. It's what God's put in our heart. If you don't have spiritual maturity, you won't even know what that is, and then you want to can it down and imitate others. That's not what the church is. It's one body, many parts. There's a lot of fine-tuned brushstrokes. So we need the good people who are in our kind of family. We need them all to be who they are. They don't need to be who we are. We need to do this together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, uh, well, that's the part, awesome. that's the part, that's the church. And that's the, that's the outcome of discipleship. Yes. The outcome of discipleship is that someone steps into being who they were created to be and yes. they give that to the world around them. Yes. It's not just about getting some wisdom or sitting right. down with somebody and getting over your past. You have to go through the process to yes. be born again and then get birthed into the world with right. your genius and your DNA right. and then begin to live it out. And what we do at the Life Center is mm-hmm. provide the mechanism and the resources to yeah. be able to disciple someone mm-hmm. so that they can discover mm-hmm. that purpose, yeah. get free of the strongholds, right. develop that purpose, and then have a place to live it out. Yes. And what we see so often is that people, out of their impatience, yes. out of their fear and frustration, mm-hmm. they get to a certain point and then they stop. Yeah. Or they get to a certain point and they run out of the stadium and go over here <laughs> right. and try to do it on their own. Right. Right. And and we're here to say it's neither. You got to mm-hmm. you got to keep pressing through that moment. Right. Yeah. It's you have to learn the process. And God is long suffering. He's patient. Uh, and you know, my job as a first tier uh, discipler or teacher, whatever you want to call me, I, it doesn't matter. Good listener, <laughs> encourager. But there's something that happens, and and from that place, it it, it helps people heal, mm. and it helps them move forward, and it helps them grab hold of a revelation of who they are. So that's, you know, from starting point all the way out to you're getting up every day and experiencing the life that you long for that glorifies God, helps others, and satisfies your soul. That's what we do from soup to nuts. And as we grow, we'll have more resources and more talents and more people involved and more things with the people with the same kind of heart that they're not just trying to hold on to their wealth. They're actually changing the world and their life will have mattered, truly mattered Mm -hmm. eternally. That's what we're after. We're having to go first. And uh, so, you know, it's a good investment. But but we're saying, look, you're always going to get a baker's dozen here. You can't outgive. Um, but just jump in. Start with you. Let God give to you, and then give through you, and we'll help you. Um, and uh, you know, 
I'm saying it from my own personal experience and having lived it out. I mean, it, it's it's the best thing going, and I've had wealth, and uh, this is this is true wealth. Mm-hmm. And then when you build wealth on top of that, uh, it'll go in the right places and not be, you know, stored up. Yeah, or squandered, white knuckled. Yep. You know, uh, it just we need more people like like what we're doing, like the good people who are involved in what we're doing, because with that, that is the remnant. I mean, that if you want to go there, yeah. uh, you know, we're not wearing a badge of honor. We just, let's get up and do it. One thing I do want to touch on real quick before we go is, uh, you know, yes, you, there, I'm in a place in my life where I, I, you know, I just feel like I know what God's saying to me. So it, it's a real pushback when, when people say, well, have you prayed about it? And you know, what, Let's just wait on God to tell us, and you know, no. Let's get up and go. We're this is go time. So if you feel that way, that's okay. But you know, we're we're moving. We're moving forward. We're just doing it with small doses, one step at a time. So I'm not pushing back on anybody. I'm just saying, look, you know, we know what He's up to. We're exercising that. Uh, we don't need to hang out anymore. We need to get up off our knees and move forward in His name and change the world. So that requires giving as a roadmap. God will show you what's next if you, if you unclog the vessel and let it go.